Hello, one and all, and welcome to the 176th episode of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. That's right, it's 176. We recorded 175, but it went to the black tapes for various technical reasons. So this is 176. Before we begin today, I would just like us to have a uh, somber moment to acknowledge... Uh, the retirement of uh, podcasting great Andrew Clark made it 175 episodes, but um, you know what? Finishing on the top of his career, great move. I think everyone can agree that is a smart, classy thing to do. Yeah, it was an interesting departure. Uh, no notice uh, in the final episode, uh, kind of lackluster celebration as a result, but I think we can all take this moment to really you know, observe just his his impact on the podcasting milieu, if yeah. you will. In the arms of an angel. What's this? We're getting word. Oh, He's that's Andrew Clark's back. music. <laughs> He's coming back for another season. Andrew Clark is on this podcast. I'm here. What you were hearing was my in memoriam. But it turns out I'm not dead. No, I think your music is just yeah. Sarah McLaughlin's in the oh, arms of an angel. That's that's, that's just my, your that's your walkout music. Yeah, no, Andrew Andrew Clark coming up to the bat for the Milwaukee yeah. Brewers. The arms yeah. of an angel. <laughs> it, yeah. yeah, well, I set this up as a Tom Brady comparison, but I'm totally cool to hype. But I'm totally cool to think about baseball. Do you think, like, they're given a roster, even? Like, that you have to pick a walkout song from this track list? Or can they just roll up with an MP3 file and it's like... <laughs> you can't I'm roll up with an MP3 file. No, I'm sure but they you can have to approve it. Like. Yeah, it'll be... Barring approval, I think you can do whatever you want. People fuck around with it all the time. There's yeah. some great examples of people, like, trying to psych out pitchers by, like, playing... <laughs> music that has some significance to it like if a pitcher's girlfriend breaks up with them they'll find a song about that pitcher's girlfriend's name and play it over the speaker as they're walking up we did that type of shit that's the, yeah, that's the reason dude. i can specify that just like oh yeah that portage dude's girlfriend broke up with him on, we saw that on on twitter ah, all right i know what our, our song is gonna be i, I don't know fucking samantha Really getting his head. Her name was Lola, and just the entire time walking to the walking to the app bat. Yet, no, like not in that way. Like we're a progressive organization. Like his name was Lola. This is psychological warfare. Yeah. Yo, oh, yeah, it's very progressive. Our psychological warfare, just like getting down in the dirty. Like, yeah, really we're going we're really after a inclusive in our psyops. Yeah, like, <laughs> just getting at some teenager that honestly didn't really sign up for this i don't know i haven't i haven't seen pixar's turning red yet but i don't know man bullies in that they they, you know what they look like they would at least use the right pronouns (laughs) i don't know other teams didn't participate in that nearly as much as we did so maybe we were the bad egg (laughs) maybe we were the malcontents that drove this toxic culture that i'm talking about or the bad asses yeah, I mean, look, we did our fucking oppo research. It was fun. We had we had bulletin board material. I don't know if you're familiar with that concept, Lucas. But <laughs> like in in pro sports, whenever like 
an an uh, an enemy player enemy player i don't know an opposing player <laughs> no, leading up to the game gives an interview that's like even remotely critical of the team they call it bulletin board mm-hmm. material because the coach will then put that on the bulletin board and be like look this is what they think of us You're ready to go do some shit we had that in high school because we all knew each other so we'd all be like <laughs> following people from the other teams but, and i remember but not as a uh hey jeremy from portage just said that we stink and because of that we're gonna show him up by beating his team no it's like (laughs) jeremy from portage called me gay so (laughs) we're gonna go fuck his girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) no plenty of that too the one that came to mind though is uh troy loffenberg who went on to play for the wisconsin badgers uh star running back for wanakee tweeted out like on on thursday the night before the game like Oh, hold up one sec. I got to go beat some bums in football. Like, just had it out for us for some random reason. Uh, Held him to negative two rushing yards in the first half. And we won 17 to zero, shutting them out at home for the first time in like 40 years. They were like an elite football team. They had Madison money. And uh, boy, Mm. they they got their absolute ass stomped in no small part (laughs) due to this tweet. And then I think we all were doing all sorts of tweets like oh just a bunch of scrubs playing ball like just another day at the office for us bums like you know also on the podcast today we have a man who treats every field he walks onto rightfully as a field of battle ryan holtz win at all costs vladimir putin looking out over this uh cornfield with heavy armament yeah no, we're rolling yeah. up to rural small town America, some random ass podunk town, backwater as fuck, like, and we're like, no, our random ass podunk town that's backwater as fuck is superior to right. your random ass podunk town that's backwater as fuck. All right, guys, bring it in. Come on, we gotta do this. Gotta set the mood. Now I know we're all here to win. But remember, it's more important to make sure the other guys lose. That's what oh, we're here to do today. Mm-hmm. No, and that was... I'm going to give each of you $200,000 every time you injure an opponent. <laughs> <laughs> and I will go on to be a Hall of Fame head coach. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Max Mailer from Mount Horeb. You know he had some ankle injuries earlier this season. <laughs> when, you, when you get a hold of that leg, you twist as you go down. <laughs> Yeah, that thirty shit. second, that thirty second clip from the Karate Kid I made you guys watch out of context. Sweep the legs. That's right. Listen to that, Sensei. Definitely the just protagonist of that. Full movie. on tripping, just yeah. like soccer slides. <laughs> no, taking his legs out. Paul Zek was adopted from Russia. Time to make a million illegal alien jokes. <laughs> oh. I mean, that's better, right? Like he's a white guy, right? <laughs> no, yes, like we. We also had a couple of kids like that in uh, Andrew and Mine's high I've, school. I have heard. Yeah. Mm, boy, that 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 that, mm, that was a politically complicated family. I, I believe be it, there was a racial element, though, in yours. <laughs> At least we didn't have that in ours. It was somewhat more wholesome because it was just some white guy who grew up in the U.S. Like he mm. <laughs> he'd lived here his entire life and yeah, yeah. spoke perfect English and was white, but. I don't. He was from Russia, so ah, the alien, look out. 
I, I don't know the Russian kid you went to school with. Hope he's doing well in this current climate. Russian kid Andrew and I went to school with. Nah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hope. No. You hope he was, he's just absolutely falling apart. He was a not a, not a great guy. Like, no, not at all. Ooh. Yeah. Let's see. What is what is he up to? Ooh, the last time he was... When you Google his name, the only thing that comes up is his 2013 season uh, roster inclusion on the high school that he went to. Highlight of his career. I I don't know that he exists anymore. Yeah, no, he's an agent. He is a fucking (laughs) sleeper agent. He has been recalled to the fatherland. Yeah, no, Paul Zek is a splinter cell. (laughs) (laughs) That is weird. I am actually very weirded out by the fact that I could not find anything about this dude. Because I definitely have, like, mutual friends and stuff. Oh. mm. Like I said, like, people... Knew each other. The top tier athletes all followed each other. I don't. So I don't want strange. to be morbid, but you would have seen an obituary, right? Yeah. Oh wait, I okay. think I found his LinkedIn. Never mind. Oh, okay. Well, I take it back. Yeah. Okay. No, definitely found his LinkedIn. He is a loss control representative at Berkshire Hathaway in Phoenix. So, huh. doing fine. Uh, well, as fine as anyone can be doing in Phoenix, I guess. I'm Lucas the writer, and I'm coming for you, Phoenix, Arizona. Nobody's safe good for too long. <laughs> yeah, Phoenix is yeah. great. No, I think we can all agree Phoenix is a city that shouldn't exist, but it's not yeah. like a bad place to live. Like people seem to like Phoenix. People have been brainwashed to like Phoenix. I find it I find it impossible to believe that someone can unironically yeah. enjoy that city. I I agree. Yeah, I I can't name a single TV show that takes place in Phoenix, Arizona. You know mm. what like there was briefly a sitcom on Fox, Sons of Tucson. And yeah, that's how bad Phoenix is. Tucson <laughs> is getting a TV show before Phoenix. There's no Friends of Phoenix out there is what I'm saying. Isn't there a show called Raising Phoenix? I don't know if that was the name of the baby, but I think it was like a three men and a baby show. Oh. No, huh. that that was something else. Um, it was, was called else. Ra- Raising Something, though, I think. Uh, sure Rising Phoenix. Phoenix was a... 2020 um, film? Ah, fuck me. Oh. No, no. What, what is it? Raising Documentary something. Film. That Prince Harry was in? Oh, <laughs> Raising He's Arizona? Probably, no, that's Raising a, Arizona. Uh, okay. That's probably it. Uh, but I see five on the Wikipedia. American Body Shop. Animal Cops Phoenix. The Brothers Brannigan, which I've never heard of that, but it reminds me of Zap Brannigan. It was from the 60s, so yeah. Uh, oh, Medium. Okay. Uh, mm, all right. Medium's a legit show. That's okay. The others, not so much. I don't know why Medium was set in fucking <laughs> Phoenix. Feels like it could be just set in any old city, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 130 episodes of Medium. Oh, yeah. No, Medium is huge, man. Um, huh. Wasn't that... Uh, that one procedural cop show about, um, like, witness protection in Phoenix. They're not saying it, at least on the Wikipedia. No. That could be out of date. I mean, Medium, man. What do you... Medium, a show where cops contract a medium to help them solve crimes. What else could you want? That's right. Oh, wait, That's... no. The show that I'm thinking of is in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, well, there's plenty of Albuquerque. 
I have nothing against Albuquerque. Bugs Bunny always got lost there. Totally mm. fine in my books. Saul Goodman, Walter White. Yeah. Jesse Pinkman. Just bumming around there. Albuquerque, comparatively very small to what I assumed based yeah, on its no. cultural impact. So, right. As I recently learned. I, I think it was like a checkpoint way back during uh, the, 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 like Western Frontier days. A lot of people going to California would stop there. And that's like why it's a thing in the cultural zeitgeist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, same with fucking Santa Fe. Yeah. Based on Santa Fe's, like, perception. Maybe it's just the Newsies song. Oh, that's <laughs> I right. just assume Santa Fe is this fucking sick place with a ton of people. I've, I've but dating, dating someone who lived in Santa Albuquerque Fe for a while. Albuquerque is bigger she than Kansas City. Great things to say about it. What is? Albuquerque is bigger than Kansas City, population-wise. Huh. Yeah, it's, it's, like, decently big, but it's not, like, huge. No. It's under a million people, Metro. So that's what, like, going to be in the 50s in the United States? Hmm. There's there's going to be, like, over a dozen cities in California alone that have more. Yeah. Milwaukee has a bigger population than Albuquerque and Kansas City. Yeah, Milwaukee's fucking big, boy. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a small market, but big in the terms of, like, actual people. Mm-hmm. Small market, big impact. New album by Kendrick Lamar. Small market, big dick. <laughs> Milwaukee. We're taking that small market, big dick energy as we head into news of the week. Bobby Kotick's buddies are being investigated for insider trading with Activision stock. Is he still so there? Here's... <laughs> he is still there somehow. Here's my thing with insider trading. Mm-hmm. When a large company gets sold, mm-hmm. there's no way you cannot insider trade that. Right? Yes. Like, it's just, you know that this company is going to get sold and you know how the stock is going to go. How do you not insider trade? I think any, you just can't trade. Like, you I, have yeah. to hold no I think what. the, like, kind of legal understanding is that you you can't sell at, like, its highest point you have to wait for the stock to drop or buy or Mm -hmm. anything like you can't buy options you can't do puts you can't nothing like you have to just hold the line otherwise it's automatically illegal i don't don't know how fucking insider trading works basically yeah i the company that i work for gives does stock grants and we're allowed to sell them whenever because they're very like limited supply like i can only Mm -hmm. make a couple hundred bucks off of them and yeah, our stock price was like really inflated, and I knew that, and so I sold, and then, and then it predictably went down, and I was yeah. like, All right, "Did I insider trade?" Like, yes. I, no one, no one told me, "Hey, Ryan, we're not doing so hot. Get ready." I was just like, "That's too high," and then sold. Um, it's so weird that you say that because I also work for a company that has like stock grants for employees, and we go through like mountains of training like multiple times a year saying what we can and can't do and we have blackout periods where we are physically prohibited from buying or selling stock other than like for a three month or a three week period of time each financial quarter and that is the only window that we are able to buy or sell stock if we try to outside of that window it it literally says you can't um (laughs) And if you sell inside that window, they keep saying, 
you, there's still a really solid chance that the IRS will call you. <laughs> I mean, it's very small. At the end of the day, I'm talking like right. 10 shares or whatever for me. Ah. But yeah, it was still like, I don't know. That seems high. I work here. Yeah. I don't think that's going to last forever. <laughs> Might as well do it now. And then it worked out. And then I was like, oh, did I did I break the law? I'm just a little baby. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, Bobby Kotick and his buddies suck. That is how I'm going to close out, like, my final thoughts on that. But I just uh, sat through a meeting at my company about, I, I, I get stock options, apparently. I get stock options that I can turn into stock. Mm-hmm. Not totally sure how this works since my company isn't publicly traded, but uh, interested to find out. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know. What, or what company are you buying? <laughs> like, my own. <laughs> I didn't click on the article, but his buddies are not Bobby Kotick's buddies. It's David Geffen, Barry Diller, and Alexander von Furstenberg. <laughs> All three of those people are way more famous than Bobby Kotick. Yes. Okay, just making sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bobby Kotick <laughs> and his cronies. Yeah, I know these three Warren people. Warren Buffett and Bill <laughs> Gates. Yeah. These people control Bobby Kotick like a fucking marionette, if anything. Mm-hmm. Like these are huge names. But no fair. Speaking of huge names, Nintendo announces that Advanced Wars Reboot Camp, a game where fictional countries based on real nation fight wars will be indefinitely delayed in light of world events. The original game released on September 11th, 2001. Oh my god. So the 11th is fine. The 11th just means shit, bad timing. Yeah. yeah. 12th is like, no, you went ahead and did it yeah. after after that shit went down. Like yeah. 11th, there's nothing you can do you to know, change there, at there that point. There's a good chance. I mean, okay, I mean, there is guaranteed that this game released hours before the World Trade Centers were attacked. Yeah. Yes. Like, they... They, what were they supposed to do? Like rip the games out of the ah! consoles of the people that yeah. were already playing it? Yeah, yeah, just literally issue a kill command. Although nothing was connected to the internet at that point. So right. You literally could not prevent it. Uh, it but 12. it is funny that they just keep... <laughs> we gotta stop them from releasing games. Yeah, right? you know what's gonna happen next time? <laughs> it just keeps... We're announcing our biggest, most ambitious <laughs> game ever. Everyone starts crying because they know the end is upon us. Yeah, exactly. In this edition, you play on the side of God versus the evil forces of Satan as God attempts to cleanse the scourge of demons that have taken over the planet. The earth is split open, pouring the legions of hell upon him. It is hell on earth, quite literally, in the new Advance Wars fucking Satan's Alley. Satan's uh, and it would have to be in the Nintendo Direct or like E3, whatever that voice is of that announcer who's like, ha, yeah, welcome to Advance Wars, Satan's Alley. Why not? On this game, we're going to be talking a little something about evil. <laughs> like, that voice that's not quite somebody doing a Fallon impression, but definitely that uh, like affect. Yeah. 100%. It's like energy. Yeah. It's like, no, they're. It's supposed to be, like, injecting that extra energy, but it just comes off as so blatantly, like, sycophantic that <laughs> it's it's kind of painful. Although, I think I think the Nintendo brand has kind of owned it 
that owns it at this point. Like, if anyone else did the VA for a Nintendo Direct, I think people would be legitimately upset. Yeah, probably. You just affect whatever voice. And those voice actors are tempted. <laughs> no one would notice. No, It's not credited, I'm sure, whoever's doing it. <laughs> Unless they made a big stink about it on social media and then you're never working again, so... Nintendo, hire us to voice in Nintendo Direct. Ooh, yeah. Give me some copy. I'll do my audition right now. Um, okay, it doesn't really work over an auditory medium where I, where I tell you what to say. <laughs> but we can set this up as a bit if we have any material on a quarantine cast episode. A total, of, a total of nine women have come forward alleging that Sony PlayStation has a professional culture that is hostile towards women. I feel like we are existing in a world where peop- we haven't reached the singular- singularity mm-hmm. of people realizing that all environments are toxic towards and hostile towards women and yeah. people of color and uh, people, sexual minorities. And <laughs> yeah. I feel like they've, they've hinted at that, but no one's quite come to grips. That, Several like, dozen women have accused... <laughs> The population of Earth, of yeah. a culture of sexual harassment, and a locker room culture. Right. Can we just say that, like, capitalism is hostile towards any, like, non-hegemonic class? Yeah. Like, that's by design at a certain point. We live in a society. Are... I feel like you guys are pitching an Adam McKay movie right now. <laughs> just <laughs> women suing the planet. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, but yeah, Kids post coming off. Mm. Not, yeah, no, yeah, no like, this is not insignificant. Obviously, it's bad. Um, it's it's unfortunate, but it is to be expected, which is the worst part out of all of it. Right. I, I don't... Unfortunately, any of these legacy video game companies, there's not a entirely clean one among the bunch, which is probably true of any company that has existed for more than 20 30 years I, 10 year yeah and even the smaller thing. ones that are newer like yeah right. and the smaller ones that are newer might be worse there's no such thing as ethical consumption under capitalism Woo. maybe maybe <laughs> even no such, maybe even no such thing as ethical creation under capitalism i mean that's consumption like, yeah. yeah creation is just a form of consumption um yeah i i intentionally had this one uh, this doc laid out so that uh sony's march 9th state of play would be the follow-up <laughs> oh my god wow, man. really really treating the sony with the kid glove <laughs> this is this is very different from your other headlines yeah where company that is associated with nfts is a shithole terrible company. and i will kill <laughs> anyone that buys their games sony has a history of sexual <laughs> harassment amongst their women but capcom's exoprimal <laughs> will launch in 2023 it's robots versus dinosaurs no it's yeah. robots versus dion <laughs> which oh, is no. so much better oh fuck it's i want to leave the dion <laughs> okay it's it's a mix of Dion Sanders and Celine Dion's. Ooh. It's yeah, it's I the think... perfect matchup. And the band uh, Dion, right? Who does oh. the Fallout? I'm the type of guy who <laughs> never settles down. 
I'm pretty sure that's Dion. Am I right? I like all three of those entities. You roll them together. I won't want to kill them as a robot. Yeah, that was Dion who sang The Wanderer. Dion oh. DiMucci. Yeah. Hmm. Spelled the same way, too. Dion Sanders has an E, so oh. I don't know if Dion Sanders gets in on the mix. But oh. definitely Celine Dion <laughs> singing The Wanderer and a 30-foot-tall lizard. Honestly, not going to lie, the Dion Sanders part of the uh, Dion store was, like, doing most of the heavy lifting. So, okay, yeah. No, <laughs> so let's, never mind. Let's go. Yeah. Your pitch is going out the window. Well, my question is, so dinosaur means terrible lizard. Which one's terrible and which one's lizard? Soar is lizard. Soar is lizard? Yeah. Dion's terrible? Yes. Okay. Um, so it is. So they are lizards that are named Dion and, yeah, associated with Celine Dion and Dion DiMucci. Do we have to rename those now that we found out most dinosaurs has had feathers? No, because they're still like lizards. lizards. They're they're reptiles. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're they're not birds. Birds are descended from reptiles in the same way that yeah. yeah. Blah, blah, blah. There there was some mixing going on there. The feathers eventually fell out of style with lizards and reptiles, but birds still became a thing. So yeah. yeah. That's like when people say that like an alligator is a dinosaur. It's like, no, it's just been around since dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Like they are not that closely yeah. related at the end of the day. They their common ancestors not that. Mm-hmm. Their common ancestor is farther apart than we are two dinosaurs. Like right. <laughs> you know. We think of it as like dinosaurs were just literally an imperceptible amount of time or inconceivable amount of time ago. But then there are huge yeah. Uh, swaths of time even within dinosaur time mm-hmm. so dinosaur time dinosaurs dinosaur had a pretty time. good for a while yeah no they had it too good for too long i'm glad the meteor came <laughs> honestly yeah. you wouldn't be here no you don't know dinosaurs <laughs> we'd be dino people we could be yeah way cooler <laughs> we're, we're all I, I don't think that like someone did a study and they don't think that cold-blooded animals would ever be able to like sustain higher brain function if i'm not yeah, mistaken yeah i think like warm-blooded is a necessity in order to like reach mm-hmm. so like lizard aliens and shit are all like basically impossible yeah. with our current understanding of biology so mm. so probably not we'd, we'd just be boring yeah they can't stay awake long enough to gain sentience so they can't eat <laughs> mushrooms fast enough to <laughs> expand their consciousness yeah <laughs> <sighs> Ghostwire Tokyo is still happening. What's that? That's a scary game that was Ooh. entirely sold on that one woman's charm and enthusiasm at that one uh, E3 press conference. And then she left the project and then everyone was like, eh. <laughs> Don't eh. care anymore. No. I've So I'm realizing, 176 episodes in, I'm realizing my role here... When you do these data drops, I'm I know way more than the average consumer in, of this stuff. Okay. So when I don't know something, I should probably ask what it is and not just oh. all right on to the next thing because like yeah. I can almost guarantee that the general public would not know either <laughs> if I don't know. So yeah, okay. Look at us still learning as we. It's a process, everyone. Yeah. It's a, a craft. This is a craft that we're continuing to hone. Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy, 
you know i like this title more that i miswrote in here stranger Mm. of paradise final fantasy paradise is also (laughs) still happening and out in four days and it's time again what's that (laughs) and also how does it differ like which what was the typo uh i think it should just be stranger of paradise final fantasy that feels Uh, a little sketchy copyright wise right can you put right a well-known title in your game series. So like, associated it, with it. it is a Final Fantasy game, though. Yes, it is a prequel to the first Final Fantasy game that no one asked for. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. But it's, it's fucking cringe. People are here for it. People are here for the cringe. People are here for the cringe. If there's this one is, thing people like, it's cringe. I think they fucking licensed system of a down music to put into this game oh and that's what the main man. character is canonically rocking out to holy shit fights demons and shit yeah system of a down and muse just like fucking going for that edge lord yeah there you go huh forspoken comes out on october 11th and looks like it'll really suffer for coming out after elden ring like it won't compare or that people will be burnt out on that genre uh both actually that like Mm -hmm. it invites a lot of comparisons to elden ring and i can't see a world in which this game executes uh better than elden ring um also black female protagonist and by the sound of the reporting that's out currently they didn't have a single black person in the writer's room for this game so we'll fucking see how this goes was well, it like a fantasy game? Like yeah, because they're not. I don't think they're African American. Yeah. Um, right? an, Afri- an African American girl is isekai'd, transported into a fantasy world. Okay, then yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> probably needs something there. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! Why would you make that? Concept? <laughs> and then just nah, we don't need that. Like we don't need to understand where our main character is coming from culturally. Huh. She'll just say yo a lot and oh, man. carry a boombox on her shoulder. Oh, like, the Are they here for this cringe, Lucas? Is this I, the cringe you asked for? I don't, I Are you not entertained? <laughs> Is this not why you are here? Just a bunch of <laughs> mid-20s or 30s white guys just like, mm-hmm. ah, we did it. Representation. Uh, there's a new Gundam game that looks kind of sick, I guess. Uh, all the arcade beat-em-up style TMNT games are releasing in the Cowabunga Collection. I like that name more than I'd like any of those games, I think. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle is getting remastered for the PlayStation 4 and 5. The character count is up to 50 from 38. Trish and Prosciutto are new additions to the game. Wait, is that I'm how excited. you pronounce it? Prosciutto? Uh, wait, is the food pronounced Prosciutto or Prosciutto? Prosciutto. His name is Prosciutto. Okay. Yes. I thought that, that they just <laughs> fucked up that pronunciation when naming the character, which... No, that's me. Very possible. No. Also, you co- you live corrected the copy. Mm-hmm. How'd you know? I, I remembered. I've, I've but you wrote it. <laughs> I have my you finger on the pulse it. of this one. You forgot it and you re-remembered it? You wrote the original copy. 
Well, I saw that and then I realized like, oh no, I combined the fact that they're adding 12 new characters with the fact that the game originally had 38 characters and it's like, okay, mm. yeah, no, it's time to self-correct. I think we need some fact-checking. Andrew, yeah. Andrew's fact-check corner. How many characters are in the original JoJo Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle? I, uh, I'm looking, well, Andrew does that. I'm looking forward to this one coming out. I might spend 60 bucks on this just for shits and giggles. Uh, and also, I think when the original one came out on the PlayStation 3, the part of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure that just ended had been out for, like, five weeks. So no one was really sure what was going on there. Uh, and that they, you know, try to fill in those gaps could be pretty entertaining. Hmm. Is there a chance that this game or its previous versions end up in round one in Burbank and you can play it to your heart's content? I mean, we... Okay, so we know for a fact that they got just PlayStation 2s running in those cabinets. <laughs> I feel like with the rate 40. at which... <laughs> oh, wow. I'm sorry. Oof. It's me. I fucked False up. False reporting. Uh, with the rate of how quickly technology is uh, rendered obsolete, we're not that far off from just PlayStation 4s running in those cabinets, right? Yeah. People have been starting to crack playstation 3 emulation mm -hmm. so yeah probably we're getting there and stuff she's like it's coming uh Trichiyomi is trying to make samurai games a trend uh congratulations andrew uh returnal dlc the dio fiend chronicle is a pretty anime looking tactics game rto Valkyrie Chronicles also looks very anime and is apparently a part of a long-running series. I don't know. I don't know. These last two are kind of interesting to me, and I appreciate that because Square Enix almost certainly needs a win internally right now because that Chocobo Kart Racing game that we made fun of as being a Mario Kart ripoff is apparently $50 and riddled with microtransactions. Hell yeah. Yeah. The best kind. Like Not only is it expensive, so you get the money on the front end, but there's microtransactions, so you get it on the back end. Except for no one will play it, so you won't get any money at all, ever. It's China Syndrome, the video game. Is this, so it's like Balan's Wonder World or whatever? Like, yes. Yeah. Absolute scam of a game. By the sound of it. Fun. It's fucking... I don't... I don't know what's going on at Square Enix as a company. It seems like they did a lot of heavy lifting in this uh, Sony state of play. But also... They put out a lot of bad games recently in a way that's concerning. I don't know. Yeah. Trick to Yomi reminds me, Andrew, the free game of the month this month on PlayStation was a Ghost of Tsushima whatever game. It's it's the multiplayer. Is it a demo? No, it's the multiplayer mode. Um, so Ghost of say it's a demo. <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> is. I it, I don't. I don't think it's actually a demo. Um, I'll look at my receipt. So Ghost of Tsushima came out, and then several months later, Ghost of Tsushima uh, Ghosts, I think it's called, or something like that, came out as like a free expansion to the game that added multiplayer. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima Legends? Legends, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, they're called, they say in parentheses, demo. I got it, and I was like, is this the thing? I haven't tried downloading it or playing it or anything like that, but... I 
I think Call of Duty has made the idea of you're getting just the multiplayer part of this game commonplace enough that they wouldn't have to preface it with demo. Yeah, I don't I don't think it is actually oh. a demo. I think it's just labeled incorrectly. As long as it's just labeled incorrectly and I didn't like yeah. download the wrong thing. When I went to buy the like PlayStation free games or whatever, because it was like, oh, last chance, I clicked it and then it said nothing because I'd gotten them all, including Sonic Team Racing. <laughs> Mostly from James Willems. Oh shit. So he's a big fan of Sonic Team Racing. <laughs> I don't what, what Sonic characters are even in that? I don't think it's just Sonic. I want to say it's like that whole... Is it Capcom? I don't know. Who, I can who, fact who, check. Andrew's fact check corner. Uh, Sonic Andrew's is owned by Sega, who also owns the Yakuza games and the Persona Shimigami Tensei games. Which would be a great crossover. Fuck yeah. After selecting one of the 15 characters from the series cast... So I think it is all Sonic characters. Oh, that's boring. Andrew's fact check corner. Yeah. Sonic Team Racing characters. We got Dr. Eggman. Okay. Tails. Okay. Metal Sonic. Shadow Sinus. the Hedgehog. Amy Rose. Knuckles the Echidna. Okay. Uh, Big the Cat. <laughs> Silver the Hedgehog. I had never heard of that one. Donda Pa. Donda. Is that a Kanye album? Yeah, yeah. it's Kanye. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, Vector the Crocodile. Crocodile. Vector crocodile. the Crocodile. Blaze the Cat. Sonic the Hedgehog. E123 Omega. Uh, SBO the Chameleon. It's made up at a certain point, right? Uh, no, no. Uh, I can't get over the Crocodile. Crocodile. <laughs> Listen, man, uh, he's going out. He's having a good time. He's made a name for himself in the community, you know? <laughs> you see Vector the Crocodile at your club? <laughs> you know it's about to turn up. There's, there's an area there for a good bit. Uh, Zabok and Rouge the Bat. Oh, wait, hold on. Yeah, Rouge the Bat, of course. Uh, Oma Chow. Cream the Rabbit, Jet the Hawk, okay, Infinite. Cream, yeah. Charmy Bee. Uh, and Charmy B is that Cardi B's Char- like originator? <laughs> Charmy B. Oh, like Charmy the B? Yeah, it's a literal uh, yes. B. Yeah. Uh, and then sticks the badger. This badger? Yeah. Of all the what are those little pieces the, of shit? Called? Uh, a lot of those that you mentioned are non-racers. They're not actually part of the roster. What? Oh, they just like hang yeah, out. Yeah, the roster is Zafok, the weird monster thing, Dr. Eggman, Metal Sonic, Omega, the robot, Rouge, the bat cat. Uh, no, Rouge the bat. Uh, that, that is, okay. Um, Shadow the Hedgehog, Vector the Cockadile, um, Silver <laughs> the Hedgehog, Blaze the Cat, Big the Cat, Chow, Amy, Knuckles, Tails, Sonic. Wait, hold on. Miles, Tails, Prower is his name. His name is yeah. not actually Tails. Tails is a nickname. Yeah, because he has two tails. Is Sonic his actual name? It is Sonic yes. the Hedgehog, followed by Miles, Tails, Prower. Why? Why isn't? Why doesn't Sonic have a stupid random name? 
I don't know. There's or Sonic Knuckles. the Hedgehog, uh, Knuckles the Echidna. Knuckles and has like, like shit on his Jeremy. Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy. Like all of the characters are related to their names in a way that it would make more sense no, for them some, to be nicknames. Some, some of them have just regular names like Amy Rose. The I don't know what she is, but that's her name. Amy Rose. She's like the one. All the rest of them. Like, yeah. Like I'm saying, Knuckles has like shit on his knuckles. So like, did his parents see that and go, your name's going to be Knuckles? Or was that a nickname that he developed over the years? It makes more sense for it to be a nickname, but like, it would make sense also if this kid's genre decided we'll just name all these characters and then fix it later. I don't, I don't understand. If you're going to open that Pandora's box by naming Tails something other than Tails, then I don't get it. But what can you do? Mm. Sounds like we all need to download the game and get on. Yeah, no, I'm seeing conflicting reports online about what Sonic, if Sonic even has a real name. Sonic, Sonic. if that is your real name. Yeah. Who are Sonic's parents? Uh, Is this all going to be fantastic? Todd and Linda. (laughs) No, that owl. They're humans. That owl, right? From the movie? Is that canon? I didn't see the movie. Bernadette Hedgehog was the mother of Sonic the Hedgehog and wife of Jules Hedgehog. Bernie was one of the students of Nate Morgan along with Sir Charles Hedgehog and future husband Jules, with whom she debated with and won all the time. Sonic has canonical parents. Yeah. Or at least the wiki says that. Okay, so the Sonic lore is weird because unlike a lot of Japanese companies, and actually this is probably because I think Sega was partly founded by an American venture, like Sonic lore, American Sonic lore and Japanese Sonic lore did not intersect until very recently or most Mm. of Sonic's life. Those were kept as independent entities. The, I feel like this is a little editorialized, but I love it. The first sentence of the Jules Hedgehog entry is, Jules Hedgehog was the husband of Bernadette Hedgehog, brother of renowned scientist Sir Charles Hedgehog, and father of world-famous freedom fighter and hero <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Sonic's just a fucking terrorist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Taking down the evil Eggman Empire. Yeah. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What did he do? He was he was mortally injured, and then he became a part robot, and which robbed him of emotion and free will. Oh! But then it was restored. How do you give someone their free will back? I don't know. It was restored, and then I... when after Doctor Robotnik died, he was reunited with his son. Andrew, you've. You've seen three seasons of that show we always make fun of. If anyone knows how to give a robot their free will back, it's you. What was there it? You go. And they're in the park. Westworld? Right. Yes. No. You didn't Thank actually you. forget the name. I forgot the name Westworld. Generic name. Very forgettable. I don't think anyone gave anyone their free will back either. I think no. it was rather like the whole thing was that it... It was fucked up, and everyone was really scared of it happening. Mm. Um, also, Bernadette Hedgehog had the same story, where she was turned into a robot uh-huh. and became a mindless servant for years. Okay. And then, after the war, they 
restored her free will and she was able to be a mom for Sonic. But like at that point, Sonic's like a terrorist soldier. Yeah. So. Oh man, I got my self uh, awareness back. I can't wait to go cuddle my loving child son and he's just covered in blood and holding guns and he's like i i blew up a building there were children in there yeah yeah i'm I, do. I, it's for the greater good i just looked it up uh, apparently hedgehogs live for two to five years so her being a slave for years is most of her life in theory, but yeah. I mean, Sonic, it sounds like she's canonically 42. So yeah. I feel like these are more ethereal beings than actual animals. Also, I does think, Sonic take place in the future? Like our future? Uh, I think in everything except... Well, no, even in the movie, like Sonic's an alien. But like in main mainline Sonic lore... Oh. Is Sonic in our future? Because it says that Bernadette Hedgehog was born in 3195. Is Sonic just in the future? Like, a thousand years in the future? I think it's a Star Wars thing, where it's like, the scope of it's so far out there that like time kind of loses meaning. <laughs> yeah. I guess? I don't know. This yeah. looks like it's all from like a comic. Oh yeah, I'm seeing her being probably an roboticized. Oh, yeah. Added by thought, Prad. <laughs> so roboticized sounds like a robot exorcism, like getting the robot out of you. No, it sounds like a robot lobotomy. Ah, it's putting the robot in there. No, that's just a robotomy. Hmm. Hey. They have they have a screen cap of their reunion, Bernadette with Sonic. He he seems rather unplussed, hmm. so rather nonplussed. Is that what it is? Nonplussed. So, nonplussed. Here's your. Uh, yeah. Okay, now we're all confusing. <laughs> there's there's a link to that. I don't know. Sonic lore. I don't like his face there. Why? Yeah, no, he's uh. he seems rather confident. Did. I- so, did she stop aging when she was a robot? Because that... Uh, it seems like it's a you, weird dynamic. Are you saying that you can tell how old hedgehog cartoon hedgehogs are? Uh, all I'm saying, like, if I... I just imagine that if I became a robot and then was turned into not a robot, that'd be pretty hard living, you know? I feel like I'd be rougher for wear. She seems like she's coming out of this one fine. I don't know. Maybe it's better living. Yeah, it could be. Maybe it freezes. Get on it, Elon. Yeah. Get that mind link going. I want to be a... real life egg man. Yeah. I want to be a future hedgehog freedom fighter. Yeah! <laughs> I used the term freedom fighter. Yeah. Well, yeah, Sonic was invented in the 90s. Like, terror- terrorists weren't a thing back then. <laughs> I mean, we all have to salute our brave Mujahideen fighters of Saudi Arabia, right? <laughs> I feel like there's a not insignificant chance that something like that happens with Ukraine in the future. Oh, boy. We're all, like, kind of regretting being so, like, the entire world being behind them. But, you know, I, we'll figure mm, it out. 
No, too soon. Too soon to make that dark joke. I'm gonna wait. I'm but gonna I wait how long? I don't think you're gonna have much time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I am gonna shuffle things onto the meme corner. Nobody knows the difference between UI and UX, but boy, are people arguing about the form they take in Elden Ring. Wait, people don't know the difference? I don't think so. I don't think people know the difference between user interface and user experience, but... They're very different. Yeah. One's like a, a very tangible mm -hmm. thing about the game. The other's like... Game basically, feel. yeah, just like, I don't know, what is it yeah. like? <laughs> like? It doesn't feel good to push this button. Right. It's like stats versus the eye test, like right. in sports. Like, you can't. No. One of them is very easily definable, and the other is not at all. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's because of my purview being an anime fan and, like, having to keep up with some of these conversations for my job, but boy, do people seemingly acting in bad faith immediately ascribe all of Elden Ring's UI and UX decisions to the fact that the game is from Japan hmm. when no this isn't a cultural expression going on here because I can think of a lot of Japanese games that I enjoy that have very different UI and UX from Elden Ring so to say yeah this is better because it wasn't made by fucking ubisoft people in canada is just wild and also i don't think it is by any means racist or xenophobic to yeah criticize any element of uh elden ring hmm yeah and oh yeah you definitely have a lot of that criticism i'm sure uh, of, of all that detailed shit so, it, hey, it was in the black tapes. Become a $10 Patreon tier subscriber to, to hear chunks of it, maybe. Yeah, never know. Might redo it. Um, so my question is, I watched Donkey's video, and of course he loved it, but he liked all the other From Soft games too, and I loved those videos as well. Yes. But, like, it does look like the same, right? Like. Oh, yeah. Okay. I did expect a lot more. <laughs> Is that bad? No, no, that's fair. I definitely expected it to be a departure uh, mm -hmm. in some level from their previous entries. Like, it felt it felt like Sekiro was kind of a departure, like from what I had yeah. seen gameplay wise. Yeah. This wasn't. This felt like a right. return to like their old style. I I couldn't even get a sense yeah. of like what was open world about the game, like I... from that video. <laughs> I don't think I don't think his video had any open world segments in it really. Like I don't remember any oh. bits of him riding around on a horse or anything. Um that kind of exploration. Uh yeah, no, I mean I know a lot of people have been saying that this video game is basically Dark Souls 4, whereas I think a fair comparison would be like this is Demon Souls 2 where it is <laughs> Most people aren't going to be able to have that conversation. No, no, and that's and fair. And parse like, the I, difference between those. If you're out there and you get it, you're fucking cool. But, uh, yeah, no, I, in a lot of ways, this is, like, a return to form for them after uh, Sekiro was, I think, definitely a niche hit. Um, in Bloodborne, I think maybe the most uh, popular, critically acclaimed one of these, uh, which gave people a fucking gun, and it was in, like, 40 years ago London. Um, 
Yeah, so it, it is. It, it's definitely in their wheelhouse. The open element is impressive and cool and works well, but uh, yeah, no, that's not. It's not as much of a departure as like some people have maybe claimed it is. Yeah, I mean, fair. Yeah. I feel like their marketing, if anything, was part of the. Yeah. The perception, at least, that it was nah, man, we're doing our own thing now. This is Zelda. <laughs> this is Zelda now. And everyone was like, yo, I'm going to actually finally play this game. And then they were like, what the fuck? I, this has also been an ongoing conversation. And I think... So I'm not going to say that this is the most accessible from software game because accessibility is unfortunately not a thing that from software really considers for any of their games. And I'm not, I'm not talking about difficulty when I say accessible. I'm talking about like... This game doesn't have a colorblind mode or anything like that. If you are in some way differently abled, yeah, you might struggle with this game. They didn't put considerations in this game for you, and that fucking sucks. It is the most approachable, though, in that, yeah, anytime you get stuck somewhere, you can go do anything else in a way that you could kind of do for previous games, but much more so for this one. There you go. Yeah. I think we got a... You want to just... Oh, shit. Andrew's not going to be able to leave. Right. Hmm. Should we... Bail and come back? Or should we... I think we kind of have to. All right. Bail and come back and see what happens. I'll wait yep. 10 seconds. <laughs> Good call. Nah. Best laid plans of mice and men. Yeah. Yeah. All out and done by a dog. By a dog. Yeah. Ryan, do you know what's going on with the my brother in Christ? You, my brother in Christ, you made the meme. I'm not on social media. Hooray! <laughs> so I feel like a lot of the times, I don't. You're free. I don't get this shit. I mean, I'm on TikTok, I guess, so I should take that back. See any good TikToks lately? Fall? Are you in any blank TikToks? I don't think so. No, not so much. <sighs> Okay. But it looks like Andrew's arrived to explain the meme. Um, which meme? The my brother in Christ you made the No, give us so. a detailed breakdown of the pros and cons of Elden Ring's UI and UX, and I explain <laughs> the difference between the two. No, what? That's is that a meme? <laughs> is that a is yeah. that funny to you? I mean, no, it's deeply upsetting. I just vented about it, but uh, I was doing shtick. Huh. What is this meme, Andrew? Okay, so I think the original meme that the format came from is, uh, like, white people always complain about Subway. Motherfucker, you made the sandwich. Uh-huh. I, oh, I think is yeah. the original joke, and it, it kind of devolved from there. Uh like getting more and more political, but then also like the reference instead of calling someone a motherfucker just kept getting more and more polite and formal. So it was like, uh, white people always complain about inflation comrade. You made the capitalist system like that kind of thing. Uh, and then it, and then it got into like, just all the ones I see now always refer to the person as my brother in Christ. 
Um, so it's like uh, Americans always complain about gas prices. My brother in Christ, you made the automobile reliant infrastructure is one I saw the other day. Um, but yeah, it's just saying you are responsible for this thing you're complaining about. But then also the ironic religion is is really funny to me. That's a trend that I've seen a lot of like people will post super crazy or cringe shit. And then people will comment, does this glorify God? <laughs> Yeah, I've seen the does this glorify glorify God one going around for a while. Yeah, I've seen the like. Yeah, y- y'all need to start behaving yourselves on my Christian Minecraft server. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's an OG. That's that's a classic. Mm. So all yeah. variations of this. Right. Weird. Weird stuff as we head into the breakouts. I beat Ranala, queen of the full moon, and now all must recognize my sovereignty. Are we included in all or all in Elden Ring? Uh, yes. Ah. Mm. What's the planet that Elden Ring takes place in? The lands between? Hmm. Yeah. That didn't sound confident. Andrew's fact check corner. I don't think everyone knows the planet. Andrew's fact check. They never corner. say the planet. It's just like this is taking in place in like a weird interdimensional thing that you as a tarnished were Elden Ring takes place from. in the lands between sometime after the destruction of the titular Elden Ring and the scattering of the shards, the great runes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Land between. There you go. I'm glad we're focusing on the setup here because can we take a moment to potentially analyze George R.R. R. Martin uh, through his writing? Why not? I think, after experiencing Game of Thrones, being generally familiar with the works of A Song of Ice and Fire, and now playing Elden Ring, which he had some level of influence in crafting the narrative and uh, lore of the story, that George R.R. R. Martin might have... If not a fetish, some kind of obsession with cuckolding. Is that a shocker to you? Like a explain. little bit. <laughs> so the woman I just beat, uh, Renala, queen of the full moon. Right. And by beat, I mean I had sex with her in front of her husband. <laughs> uh, oh boy, I wish. Um, her husband canonically. Leaves her to be with uh, Marika, uh, ruler of the Elden Ring. She is cuckolded within the narrative of this story. She's cuckweened. Yes. And this is like the third time this has happened in a major plot-specific way in a piece of writing that George R. R. Martin contributed to. And I feel like you get one of those before people start raising eyebrows. I mean, you're... Wait, what are the others? I want to know. You're using uh, cuckoldry in, like, the classical sense of just adultery is going on or, like, someone left their spouse. You're not You're not saying the no, sovereign of the moon lady uh, <laughs> watched her husband bang the Elden Ring lady. Uh, like, I, she was not cuckolded in, huh. in that way. Just her husband cheated on her. And that's yeah, a thing. That's what I was expecting. I'd say probably at least half of like all narratives is that there's some sort of adultery going on. 
Actually, I, um, I think I'm about to run into some people who are like the kids of her ex-husband, Radigan. And I'm not, su- not sure where they come from. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, the other two examples that I can think of offhand, and actually, as I contemplate this for the first time out loud, Robert Baratheon was canonically cucked twice in the narrative of Game of Thrones. Three times. Wait, who's the third? Oh, wait, you're talking... Yeah, no, just twice. I thought you meant because he had three bastard kids. No, twice because Lyanna Stark and Rhaegar. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah... Cersei and Lance Lancelot. I almost said Lancelot, <laughs> which isn't even Lancel, which is she did sleep with Lancel, but that was after Robert Rathian died. Uh no with Jamie. No. Do we um, know if that was the first time they did it? Like huh. Lancel, yeah. It's pretty heavily implied that like it's because of Jamie's absence oh. and she hasn't been apart from Jamie since basically Robert became the king because Jamie was immediately named Kingsguard just to piss off Tywin Lannister because Tywin wanted Jamie to take over you know mm-hmm. his whole thing I, but Jamie was honorable I'm not like, sure I, level. I'm not sure I agree with how you're cucking uh, <laughs> how you're counting this cucking <laughs> I don't agree with your cucking methods I have some questions about this cuck count so like but then Cersei was cucked thousands of times well so like i don't it's just cheating that's why there wasn't a ring on it that's why we're yes she was what What? she was married robert uh, baratheon slept with thousands of women like untold thousands (laughs) like so it's just like if cheating is cucking then yeah i guess but i don't think it's the same guys i think i'm just not realizing cersei and robert might not have had a healthy relationship (laughs) this is low-key problematic it's kind of toxic. Robert's not some some innocent good guy who mm-hmm. was getting fucked over by the Lannisters. Like he's just a fucking. He's the definition of a, a what's it called? Um, ah, what's what's the where you just follow whatever gives you pleasure? Um, hedonist. Uh, yeah, hedonist. He was he was like That's the bad. model of a hedonist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, I think. Look, I don't know if there were some incest things going on between the Lannister twins for like forever but i think it was part of the story that uh cersei was like really happy to be married to robert baratheon she thought that was dope and then he was a (laughs) a horrible guy and she's like i don't i'm not happy with this anymore and he wasn't necessarily a horrible guy but he never loved her he married he was a horrible husband yeah Yeah, he he was was a horrible husband but and they quickly fell into an arrangement of like yeah, nah, we're just married to keep the kingdom together. And they even make that joke in the show where they're like, I mean, sometimes I literally think the only thing keeping this entire thing together is our marriage. Or uh, Cersei says that. He's like, sometimes I wonder what even holds it all together. And she's like, our marriage. And they like cheers to that and have a brief moment of like, I mean, yes. As we then later proved when Cersei killed him. Like, yeah, that was all that was holding it together. Um. So, yeah. But anyway, what makes me think J.R. Martin, uh, George R.R. Martin might have fucking fantasy names. Everyone's done that. I'm sorry, America. George R.R. Martin might have a weird obsession with this. And now this is getting into a part of the game that he might not have written. It depends on how, like, many layers down he went in the world building. The entire society that Renala, Queen of the Full Moon, kind of rules over 
like, the concept of cuckolding pops up in some weird ways. Like, she runs a magic academy, and the people who haven't figured out how to do magic yet meditate on it in the Church of the Cuckoo. Cuckoo or cuckoo? Uh, whatever the bird is called. Cuckoo. Uh, cuckoo. Cuckoo. The Church of the Cuckoo. That <laughs> cucks are named clock. after that we figured out on a previous episode of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, honestly, but so if you're applying this logic that there's some examples of someone getting cuckolded uh, in this guy's literature, then we're all weirdly into cuckoldry because it's come up multiple times in things that we've made. So... I'm not denying know. that. I'm I'm talking about George R. R. Martin right now, though. He's the weirdo. I'm normal for yeah, that. No. <laughs> He's an old man. They're not allowed to like things. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, still having a great time with uh, Elden Ring. Um, I am realizing though that I think I think I might just prefer like more linear games to open world games. That's not a slight against Elden Ring, but yeah, no, there's. A lot going on here, and I realize now that I prefer the more authored, you are going to experience these events in a dedicated sequential order, and then have the experience of that the, like, yeah, the, those games, those fights flowing with a narrative instead of being more determinate by user choice. Uh, but I am about to fight General Radigan, Star Scourge Radigan, uh, not Radigan, Radon, sorry. General Radon, Star Scourge Radon, who is just a dude who rocks. This Don't is a guy. Fight him. <laughs> this is a guy who, within the lore of this universe, somebody explained to me recently one of the great, perhaps the strongest of all the demigods. He challenged the very stars themselves and won. And that's why there aren't stars in Elden Ring's mm. open world right now. It's not now. because they didn't want to animate them. <laughs> they come back. No, you beat him oh. and the stars come back. Uh, and also, Still lessens the workload, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then also you're introduced to him through like a little bit of like uh, just kind of background lore where it's like... General Radon studied at uh, Renala's Academy to learn gravity magic so that he could still ride into battle with his beloved but feeble steed, Leonard. And that's like, ah, oh, yeah, that's sweet. Like, so, like, he figured out how to make himself lighter so that, like, his armor wouldn't weigh down his, like, crummy horse. And then you see him for the first time, and this is a man the size of a house riding a regular-sized horse. <laughs> And it looks like, you know how sometimes a kid will pretend to ride a dog, but yeah. their feet are still on the ground and that's supporting most of their weight? He's yeah. just doing that with a horse. <laughs> and it is hilarious. And I'm really looking forward to this guy murdering me probably a dozen times. That's a big, that's a heckin' big boy. Oh, he large. I will tell you that much. Yeah. Uh, and then even just the setup of this fight where it is you're challenging him at the festival of Radon, which is him having succumbed to madness, being infected with Scarlet Rot in a previous fight, and all of his former servants being like, no, yeah, we still love this dude. He did a lot for us. This is getting to be too much, though. <laughs> He's just 
way too into killing people now. We gotta, we gotta stop this. Is uh, really fun. I'm enjoying it. So it's like the Superman thing. Where it's like, yeah, he's great. We like him. But like, we're not gonna be able to stop him if he does some fucked up shit. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Your job. Just That's him, where you come in. Just give him one kryptonite bullet in the chamber, just in case. Because maybe the Joker will kill a pregnant Lois Lane, and then who knows what happens. Bad stuff, apparently. I think that's the plot of Injustice. There you go. Yeah. Easy enough. All right. I've gotten my required Elden Ring rant in. What are you guys checking out? What are you doing, Andrew? I mean, I'm still playing uh, Horizon Forbidden West, but time... What's going... Like, I was just going to say, I have not been able to play that much of it. Like, I am enjoying the hell out of it, but just... The timing the last couple of days has not been good for being able to play video games. So, um, I don't know if you guys saw it, but I, I, I sent a clip to you yeah. guys. Um, I was talking to Ryan while I was playing. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, and I like got to the the top of a tall cliff. I like climbed up, and then once I I reached the part where I couldn't climb anymore, I like jumped a little bit higher. Got to the top of a cliff. Saw there were machines below hopped out like jumped down used my glider was floating around and if you are falling in the game and you aim it slows down time just like in breath of the wild and every other game with a bow and arrow um okay and i fucking missed (laughs) and then i just slammed into the ground and had one health and i said i'm gonna do what's called a pro gamer move jumped tried to aim didn't compensate very well, missed, and just slammed face first to the ground. How how tall of a tower are we talking? Nah, it wasn't that tall. Um, it was like hundred feet. <laughs> oh, so death yeah, I was up there. Yeah, no, I so death died. for was, a real person. There. Yeah, a- Aloy definitely should die. Um, I was I was so, I was shocked when you because I remember all this going down, and I told him then like, no, you use the meme properly. Like that's. <laughs> You say, I'm about to do what's known as a pro gamer move, and then you fuck up. Like, then you do something stupid. Yeah. So you nailed that part. Yeah. That's... No, I I found my first cauldron in the game, and cauldrons are basically the dungeons that uh, are no. just fu- futuristic spaceship shit where they make machines. Right. And this feels like uh, the Auntie Donna insert coin video. Yeah. Where, or no, it's not insert coin, where they're explaining a board game. Yeah. yeah. It's all about the wood. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what I understand. What do you have? Um, <laughs> and so I fought my way through the uh, the cauldron and did some of the like jump puzzly shit that you have to do, and and then I reached the the core. And every time you reach the core of a cauldron, there's a big machine to fight. And hold on one second, the dog is biting on stuff. Um, and once you defeat that robot, you you get the codes so you can hack other robots in the game. It's like it gives you five robots that you're able to hack if you find them out in the wild. And this mm-hmm. was just a big robot hippo. Okay. Um, that can suck up rocks and spit them back out at you. And as I was fighting the hippo, I'm like, oh, man, this big-ass robot hippo is kind of tough. But I think I'm going to be able to get it. And then just another robot hippo popped out of nowhere. 
There's just two of them. Two big-ass robot hippos. And that was a tough fight. I get my ass kicked a lot in this game. And it is fun. But again, I, I'm i glad I replayed Horizon Zero Dawn right before I played Forbidden West. But it was a mistake to play on God Mode. Oh, <laughs> Because no. I beat that entire game without dying in combat once. Not once. And I die to common base level enemies fairly fairly easily so yeah i mean i don't know andrew maybe i'm just built different but if it were me in that situation i would summon my boy roger the wandering magician a spectral jellyfish to do poison damage to those hippos and then uh i'd just be in the distance like chucking throwing knives until uh the bleed effect stats and then yeah just knock them out I count those hippos. Hmm. That's what yeah. I do. Yeah. The the one thing, because this game definitely dives more into the RPG stuff than than the last game did. Mm-hmm. You, you can basically make a build. There there are a lot more weapons in the game and uh, a lot more stats to upgrade and abilities to get and that kind of thing. I'm very surprised there aren't like summons. <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. it's canonical that Aloy has allies and can hack robots. When I'm fighting a giant robot Tyrannosaurus, I want to be able to call in a fucking robot hippo that I killed before and have it, like, spit a rock at it and bite its ankle. I I forget where the technology is in, like, the area of the world we're in by the end of the first game. But I Future think past. she's out of it where she could, she could literally call them in. I, I think they're, like, getting to a point where... The internet is becoming a thing, and get phones could be a thing again. I mean, just just for her and like a small subset of people, it's not. That's she she's not mean. rebuilding the old world. She just has the equivalent of a mm-hmm. a box full of iPhones. Yeah. Yeah. Horizon Three is gonna be just Death Stranding, like yeah. just <laughs> connecting the planet again. I thought the internet yeah. would bring people together, but it just made them further apart than ever before. Yeah, just a bunch of Russian trolls. <laughs> uh, no, dude, the machines are actually, like, super docile, and you can just go right up to them and pet them and shit. It's They're great. saying thousands of people died to the machines every year, but I'm not finding any refutable proof, or irrefutable proof. Like, just yeah. a lot of the mainstream uh elder eldermen of the villages saying yeah but like uh my cousin said he looked into it himself and he's he hasn't seen any dead bodies guys i'm telling you aloy is actually like she's not even human really she's like a weird clone of a person or some shit all right hey now you're getting a little out of hand (laughs) we were all here for the the weird blood yeah, conspiracy. Yeah, and then the clone but... redhead went into the thing and found the alien people and their future robots. All right, man, let's get you to bed. No, I'm serious. This is real. Yeah, that's part of the game. I don't, I don't, I don't know about you, but if I were in that situation, I would have had Russell Wilson uh, chuck it deep to Jonathan <laughs> Taylor on Hitch Corners, and I don't think that those robot hippos would have no. been able to to stop that cheese. So. Uh, that would have been my play. <laughs> I did want to. I did want to ask quick before we transition to Madam Talk, uh, Andrew. I've, <laughs> I've heard oh, some uh, criticisms of Her- uh, Horizon Forbidden West Two, whatever the title is. Uh, 
maybe a little more of a white savior thing going on in this game than uh, the first one. You picking up on that at all? No. Okay, fair. White savior. What? Yeah. Nayla is just going around being like, here you go. People of non-white races who are disconnected from the world and history. Technology. You're welcome. Problem solved. Aloy has not been giving any technology to anybody. (laughs) Okay. There. You're you're pretty early in the game. Yeah, I mean, but I've I've definitely gauged the the story and like where it's headed and that kind of thing. Aloy her biggest problem is that she does not give a shit about people because Hmm. she was an outcast and She's like, I'm trying to save the planet. I don't really care about you. You don't matter. And you are just going to slow me down and that kind of thing. So. Yeah. All right. We'll see. We'll run a remind me for when Andrew Mm -hmm. finishes the game. Was Uh, there any white saviorhood going on? Did Andrew save his Madden career by winning the Super Bowl? No. Oh no! Uh, you were on a hot streak. It was going so well. I was undefeated. The, the Clash of the Titans. Two undefeated nineteen and zero or eighteen and zero teams. Yeah, did not go well. Aww. But what can you do? We're 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 steaming through this season, and I think both Andrew and I are potentially gonna like not be able to keep the players that we did this franchise for oh. together. And if that's the case, then maybe it's time to transition into the next whatever sim world we're yeah. going for. But yeah. I'm I I am out of money. I have I have I like I think by far the highest rated team in in our franchise. Uh, and I just I can't sign any more of my people. I'm out of money. Yeah, and I am relying on letting other teams sign my players so that I can then trade for them, steal them away at like half the price because the team that originally signs them has to pay for half their contract. That's not a bad oh. move. That's, that's what I'm 100% doing. It's what I did in the last franchise. I highly recommend it if you have the draft capital to actually pull that off because, yeah. yeah. Then you only have to pay people half price. And if the other teams sign them to long-term deals, then... You pay them half price for like five years. It's great. Hmm. But, you know. So we'll see if I can keep all the Wisconsin people together. Yeah. But it's been fun. Um, otherwise, I'm watch- I watched the first episode of Our Flag Means Death. Eh. And? Oh! Don't think I can recommend it. I am probably need to watch at least another one to see when Taika Waititi comes in as Blackbeard. Yeah. Um... To really make sure that, like, nah, this isn't anything. But, yeah, not great first episode. How how long did it really take you to gel with uh, what we do in the shadows? I think I was on board pretty fast. Okay, fair. Yeah. I think I really like the concept. Um, So, yeah, we'll see if Taika Waititi can save it. But not super high hopes. Uh, Yeah, Reacher's bad. I think I said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Station Eleven's okay. We'll see if I continue that. Um, but yeah, Atlanta coming soon, and that'll be hopefully the savior, followed by Better Call Saul and Stranger Things. So, oh yeah, who knows? Uh, final season of Better Call Saul, right? Yes. Were they? It's split into two sub seasons, though. 
Uh, were they filming when Bob Odenkirk mm-hmm. had made? Oh wow! They were they were rolling when he had his heart attack. Fucking shit! Yeah, that footage exists. And recently in an interview, he real he revealed how fucking close he came. Like he, yeah. uh, they used the defibrillator on the third try. Is when he came. Is when his like damn uh, rhythm was reestablished. Yeah, like he's like that's exceptionally rare. Like mm-hmm. if it does not work on the first two tries, most of the time, like you're never able to come back basically so no he he was very close to dying on the set of better call Saul. so yeah use the footage gilligan oh god mm. <laughs> i've seen that shit have you guys ever seen videos of that no. like a performer having a heart attack it's it's fucked man yeah it's real fucked i don't i don't wish that on people on anyone like that's that's scary shit man this is uh, real. <laughs> okay, it wasn't like a comedy. This isn't part of it. I mean, yeah, there are people like, yeah, there's plenty where people are like laughing along because it takes them at least, you know, five, ten seconds to realize that it's not an act. No. Get out of the mode of like, I'm an audience and this is a performer. So. No, that is a human being actually in trouble. Can you imagine? Yeah. It's actually the. F- Can you imagine if it was a scene where Saul is having a heart attack? Wow, he's he's really going for it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's the it's the opening scene of Station Eleven. Ironically enough, is oh. the a guy has a heart attack on stage, doing Shakespeare, and like it's a giant ballroom and no one really knows what's going on. So, yeah, I don't know. Do uh, not recommend it. Don't have a heart attack, everyone. Um, I think like 45 minutes into H-Bomber Guy's three-hour review essay. <laughs> I don't even know what you call this style of criticism uh, on the Deus Ex game. I, re- I'd probably be getting more out of it if I had played the Deus Ex game. But uh, <laughs> boy, is he good at being mean deserve mean to people who deserve the like harsher critique but didn't isn't his overall perception that it wasn't as bad as people thought it was yeah is deus ex regarded (laughs) as a bad game i thought it was like acclaimed i mean the original game the original games that i think uh, warren specter worked on are by my understanding genre defining this was the we're going to circa 2007 make a triple a pass at this and Mm. it didn't really work but it's fine you know and that's something he's upfront about that he's like i have a lot of feelings on this piece of media but they're neither good or bad at the end of it they even out and that's a writing challenge and so far he has uh executed on that challenge pretty well yeah, I found it in my sub box. Deus Ex Human Revolution is fine, and here's why. Man. And then the thumbnail is two of them, and it just says it's okay between them. Yeah. So, yeah, a three and a half hour long video to say that this thing is fine. Do you got? And I know Quentin Reviews just put out fucking eight hours. Eight hour long victorious video that is, is blowing second? up. Yeah, fair. <laughs> like. 
This is a follow-up to a three-hour Victorious video he made, <laughs> I think. And it's like... YouTube videos have a bloat problem now, right? It's not just me. I'm not crazy. I'm not like... It's- on some level, this isn't good. This isn't yay more content. This is... You should fucking pay someone to edit your shit. All of the videos that I watch have always been the same amount of time. <laughs> it's got two million views in six days. Like, wow. it's some, he's doing something right. I think people see, oh, thing I liked as a kid. Eight hours long. Like, okay, I'll... This is just my life. Like, I'm going to watch it like a TV show for the yeah. next three weeks or whatever. Like, I watched, I definitely watched the whole iCarly video, which was almost five hours. Because I watched iCarly as a kid. I didn't, I never mm-hmm. watched Victorious. Uh, but then, yeah, the first Victor, that video got three million views, which I definitely always thought that iCarly was a bigger success than Victorious. Maybe I'm. I think. I think Victorious was more popular with girls than uh, iCarly was somehow. And also, I think, yeah, no, we were just on the bubble for iCarly to hit. So we We got like the first season or two of iCarly. Yeah. But Victorious is a little later. But yeah, so the iCarly video that was almost five hours long got three million views. The The first Victorious video, which was five and a half hours long, got over four million views. And now this video that's over eight hours long has two million views in six days. So, and like an eight hour long video, you can have at least eight act breaks that have ad placements and no one's going to bat an eye. So if you're talking Mm -hmm. 16 million impressions, like he's making fucking bank, man. Yeah. There's, there's a, there's a motive there to, to bloat those videos. But Yeah. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of uh, Sean watching, quote unquote, because oh, yeah. Sean. Uh, I know you said you weren't as into it. Sean's video style is actually perfect for like casual gaming, like oh, what yeah. I do with podcasts, like mm-hmm. because it most of the time is just a still screen, right? And he's narrating, and then he'll he he very purposefully like marks it as like a this chart shows, and then there's information on the screen, and you can just look over whenever he's referencing something on the screen, yeah. see what he's talking about, and then, yeah, continue with whatever you were doing. Like, it's it's actually perfect. Like, it's it's that, it's better than podcasts in that way, where it's, like, perfectly interactable. Mm-hmm. But, so, yeah, that's what, that's what I've been doing a lot of, honestly, while I play Madden. Andrew, I did, I was talking about something that was just so outside of the realm of something you would consider watching, what is the longest YouTube video you think you've ever watched? If you could put a timestamp on it. Oh, man, that is... I don't know. I don't know that I've ever watched a YouTube video that's more than, like, 40 minutes. Um, Jesus. And and it is rare that I watch a... one that's more than, like, 22 minutes. You've never watched a Funhouse, like, full play? Um... I guess there are there there have been some some videos that were like basically like they were made to be streamed like they were just filmed yeah. while streaming something like a vod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I've I've probably seen something that's like an hour an hour and a half. That's true. What? Right. But it like only that's... in that context of like oh hey this 
this person that I know like did a, a stream and just has it on YouTube and I I watched it for an hour and a half that kind of thing okay yeah like I watched an hour and 15 minute long video today oh <laughs> I don't know man you and me we're built different <laughs> I watch hour-long videos that I find on the homepage. Like, they're not yeah. even subbed. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Shit's weird. If they make the title appealing, why not? You gotta have something on in the background while you work and or eat. Yeah. Yeah. No, I watched Sean's Harry Potter video, which was fucking amazing. Warner Brothers is finally putting out more footage of that game, and, like... I think the entire internet pretty much agrees this is a bad idea right now specifically. So I, I have no fucking clue how well or poorly this is going to do. Yeah, he wasn't even talking about the game at all. He was uh, just referencing the movies, the books, and then to further back up his opinions, he read a bunch of other J.K. Rowling stuff. No, it's He read not. a lot of Pottermore, and he read a lot of like her other novels that, that she's written. Uh and yeah, no, it's it's a well-researched and thought-out video of why basically J.K. Rowling's a neoliberal shill and <laughs> like her worlds are perfectly representative of that. Yep. And a lot of a lot of house elf house elf slavery, <laughs> like fucking. Okay, this is a fantasy novel. The characters can do anything. This can be any world, like. Anything can be like the crest of society, the thing everybody wants. Oh, to go to private school? Okay. <laughs> Rad, I guess. Yeah. No, Harry Potter was uh, a fucking rich kid who went to an elite private school and grew up to become a cop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's her wish fulfillment right there. And yeah, like just... Uh, I know Michael, our friend, who's like really into Harry Potter. When the minute anyone brings up criticism of Harry Potter, he's like, "Oh yeah, like um, that one." I, I already forgot the name, but it's like a stupid name. Uh, when Hermione tried to like free all the house elves from slavery, <laughs> like, and they all ma- every character makes fun of her. The main yeah. characters, the teachers, she's an abolitionist. Like, she's definitely made out to be like us, like. The equivalent of someone back in the 70s going, like, we got to save the trees, man. Like, that kind of person. <laughs> I, who also, those people grew up to be right. <laughs> like, um, yeah. But yeah, she's just like, yeah, slavery is bad and we need to stop it. And they're like, oh, Hermione. God, I think about how charitable some people's readings of Harry Potter were back when they were first coming out. I think, mentioning Hermione specifically, until the movies came out, a lot of people's perception of that character was that uh, Hermione might be black, or at the very least, not white. She's written in a certain way, no, we're like, no, maybe no that's a reader, thing. No. no reader ever once assumed that. J.K. Rowling tried to imply that mm-hmm. after the fact, in, in a tweet, where she said, uh, yeah, like, I never curly brown hair and brown eyes i never described hermione as white and then it says something like hashtag rowling loves black hermione or something and yeah like rightfully so sean was like so now imagine if jk rowling wrote a scene 
where a little black girl was trying to free a bunch of slaves and all the white people around her said, Oh, Hermione, yeah, you're, you're worked up about nothing. This is so stupid. Like, so, yeah, obviously J.K. Rowling full of shit, as always. Um, yeah. It's fucked up. And if you did believe that, I could have fought for that harder during the movie casting. You weren't involved. Yeah, no. Fucked up on every She level. was heavily involved. She yeah. she casted Hermione. Yeah. Like, she casted all of them. Uh-huh. No, there's there's 0% chance that uh, she had any of that in mind. And yeah, so much queer baiting and just, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a very, very well thought out video with yeah. a lot of evidence of like, Wait, so why is this a thing? Oh, it's because J.K. Rowling's shitty. <laughs> Listen, Rowling, if you really wanted wizards to canonically shit their pants, you could have just had that in the books. Coward. Yeah, you can. No one is stopping you from writing more books. I think you're just scared that they're not going to do as well as you hoped. <laughs> you can write a book about wizards that shit their pants. And... Some of your hardcore fans would definitely buy it. But then you open up the possibility of people diving deeper into your shitty, shitty writing. I would like that. I would like that if Draco Malfoy made a point of, uh, fucking muggle-born, so uncultured, and then just shit his pants. (laughs) 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 And then waves his wand. He's like, all gone. All gone. (laughs) I think this podcast... Is just about all gone. Thank you so much for listening to episode 176 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, which will almost certainly be titled Vector the Cockadile. <laughs> Sega don't sue. <laughs> if you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok for highlight clips. Act blue link in the description if you want to help a collection of great progressive causes. Uh, support us on Patreon or through the anchor podcast platform if you get on our patreon you'll be joining the likes of the terrific tiffany cole sucky badger and sensual richard nixon send us your questions and business opportunities voluntary viewing at gmail.com uh support us no way i already did that one follow us on twitter at v2 underscore podcast or follow me at lucas DeWriter on twitter to keep up with all of my writing best of luck with the week ahead everyone talk to you soon